Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, what do we like, Andy? What did you like? Well, I enjoyed today's show. Uh, I enjoyed Johnny Jackson. Uh, and we'll, we'll take it as read that we're going to do our bits, that we are bit of chat. But Johnny Jackson's done a song, and uh, I thought it was really rather good. Yeah, so you'll hear that's for charity, obviously. Manager. Yeah. Andy Smart, our old friend, uh, he looked at uh, top five baseball movies. So that was interesting too, I think. That was good. Uh, now, yesterday you may have heard that we did a quiz uh, in, based on the old Celebrity Squares with our young producer, Jamie. And he turned the tables on us today. And uh, I don't think, well, you'll hear how we did. I yes. won't spoil it. We're not down with the kids, I think it's fair to say. Um, also, <laughs> true. Yeah, yes, we said we had a bit of a chat. You heard us back on the road in Russia. We'll bring you that again. Striker with uh, Steve Bruce slash Ian Danter. All the regular oh, stuff. Oh, that's good, Striker. And uh, we, we, were, we were in the middle of chatting to Steve Nickel, but it sort of, we lost, a, technically we lost him. So we're going to get that back tomorrow. But you'll hear a little bit after we lost Steve. So that's Okay, we'll bring you a bit of that as well. So uh, here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And uh, yeah, more from Mike Ward later. But I very much enjoyed the uh, Grayson Perry Art Club. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, Thanks okay, yeah. But we'll we'll talk about that later. Anyway, uh, I start with referee Chris Kavanagh. He mm. says he's been using the lockdown to learn from his mistakes. Blimey, I'm not sure six weeks is long enough, is it? <laughs> Oh, what bitchy, <laughs> bitchy start. Oh, we already got to him. I'm not going to forget that United Cup tie. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Every day, tabloid newspapers give, uh, newspaper editors give thanks yeah. for Rita Ora's Instagram account. It's yeah. a guaranteed half to three quarters of a page every single day. And it's it's amazing how they, they're using it. And she obliges Rita because she knows it's good value. So, and then she'll come up with one of her, oh, yes, I'm, you know, I'm doing a bit of exercise or something pointless. But there you go. Yeah, it seems to seems to work for everybody. And um, what else? Chinese kids at school. Have you seen this story in the Sun, Paul? They wearing a sort of keep your distance hats. So the hat's got like a meter long stick either side. Wow. So you, like 
nobody. Yeah, I can see them being on set outside football grounds. Where well, colours? Get your distance stick hats here. <laughs> I can think of the oh, in club colours. We were saying that yesterday. The old uh, the masks. The masks were supposed to be wearing. They'll be in club colours, won't they? You would think they'll have the club crest on the front of them. Yeah, I think you'll get used to. I think everybody will be wearing them. Mm. So uh, I've got a question for the listeners, Andy, oh, yeah. um, that they can help us with this afternoon because there's just a little story tucked away in the sun today. Under 12 uh, football team. Uh, Felpham Colts were named champs after winning all 12 games without conceding a goal in their shortened season in, in West Sussex. And well, well done to them. But the reason I bring it up is that what has happened uh, down at Sunday League, Saturday afternoon level, the sort of football that most of our listeners uh, are playing if they play organised football. I mean, you made the point, Andy, when I put this to you, they probably have null and voided the season, but they certainly didn't in that league, in that junior league. So everybody's been talking about what's been going on in the pyramid uh, and what could happen at the top level. But I'm just interested to know if you if you're part of a team that's a bit like uh, old Felpham Colts and you're absolutely running away with the league, or you were stinking the place out and you were definitely going down. How have they settled things? And I, I mean, you know, all those frustrations that we're, we're going to see at the top, and we have seen in Scotland and elsewhere, and in, in the in the conference. We're probably seeing on Sundays. You've got brilliant Sunday teams that have played ever so well and now yeah. won't get promoted up a league. And that might make it look, it won't make the kind of seismic difference it will getting into the Premier League, obviously. But we're interested to hear from you. So let us know this afternoon. If you were sitting pretty or stinking the place out, what has it meant to you? Have they null and voided it? Do you still want to get the games played? That's not going to happen, is it? Um, talksport.com. Maybe there's one outstanding match that could settle it. But let us know. Talksport.com. Forward slash H and J. You can text to eight ten eighty nine, or you can tweet to T S H and J. That's T S H A N D J. Now, next time you want to interview uh, Wayne Rooney, anybody, uh, don't bother to interview Wayne. Interview the source, his source, Wayne's source, yeah. a source close to Wayne, because he knows everything about him. Because there's a story this morning, Wayne Rooney's on a winner, a secret lockdown maths quiz. Um, mm. So he's been doing homeschooling. A source close to the star said, like most footballers, Wayne's had a lot of time on his hands and has been at home. As well as keeping fit, he's been rolling up his sleeves and doing the homeschooling. He's particularly good at maths and science, so he looks after that. Colleen's very impressive. How do they know any of this? How could they possibly know this? Well, there there is one person that is often the yes. source of the Rooney's news, but I'm not I'm not bringing that up again. Let's let that lie, shall we? Let's well let that done. lie. The um, we'll put this to Wayne's uh, biographer tomorrow, uh, Professor Mike Parry. I'm sure he'll have a take mm. on the. Uh, oh, Wayne's yes, work true. that he's been doing in, in homeschooling, <laughs> along with uh, some other things. We catch up with Mr. P in lockdown once a week. More crackpot tales. Um, just uh, I've got news from Lower Saxony. Lower Saxony news. We haven't got a jingle for that for some reason. <laughs> oh, we should have. Uh, what they're doing in lockdown on the day we hear that Austria is mm. talking about opening up its hotels uh, in, in about a month's time. Customers buying an ice cream are allowed one lick in the shop to prevent it dripping on their clothes before retreating to a safe distance to enjoy the rest. That's what their regional government have said in Lower Saxony. So you can have one lick in the shop, but then I'm afraid you have to retreat uh, to uh, a place of safety to eat the rest of your, your cone. So uh, there we are, breaking news from Lower Saxony. Yeah, very much so. And uh, what about Loch Ness spotter Owen O'Fadigan, I think that's his name, 55. He's, he's claiming that he's had two sightings this week. Oh, yeah. Think, oh, God, have you really? Go away. Get in the sea or get in the lock, I'd say. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. We're going to take you back to Russia in 2018. 
the uh, World Cup and uh, we've been raiding the archives to bring you how the show started uh, throughout that World Cup. And this is the day after the England-Tunisia game, England's first match of the tournament. We were in St. Petersburg at this stage. And uh, you probably recall a narrow 2-1 victory for England, a Harry Kane injury time winner. And we were reflecting on that. And indeed, where we watched the game uh, was of interest. So here it all is. afternoon here in St. Petersburg, but good morning to you, and uh, I'm still smelling that strange sewer smell everywhere. I'm thinking of bottling it and calling it Canal Number no. 5. Really, are you? <laughs> uh, we, we, we kind of get pockets. <laughs> Andy, if you've not been following this, Andy, within two seconds, basically, of getting off the train at St. Petersburg, said, nah, not as good as Moscow. <laughs> I've never heard a, ri- uh, a city written off quite so quickly. Of course, uh, we were watching England last night, and um, let's hear how the whole sorry mess Unfolded, starting with how we nearly us, bopped us, not England. No, 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 <laughs> us, of course. Uh, and uh, how we nearly uh, bopped the England team. Right, we have arrived at a uh, small little golden bird under a bridge, which is uh, attached to a bridge. And uh, the idea is to throw coins on top of the plinth where the bird is standing, and if they stay on there, it's good luck. And I've got the coins here, I've got English coins. Oh, well done. Blimey, you've got quite a lot there, Andy. Well, three, there's four of us, so I've got okay. four coins. So we've got four coins here, we're all gonna have a go each, working on the basis that if we can land it on the plinth where the little bird is standing. England are gonna win the World England, Cup. Well, England are certainly gonna beat Tunisia tonight. So, okay. here we go, Andy's gonna go first. I'll go first. Oh. Ah, you've yeah. used it as a kind of, yeah, I ain't got So, no so I go next, okay. This is not good news for Harry Kane. Here's the other coins, I think. Okay. Right, here we go. Well, Andy's going to have one more go. Do you want to get a bit closer? No, I didn't even hit the plinth. That's not a good sign. The last one Andy threw didn't even hit the plinth. Oh. That was a complete and utter waste of £3.80. <laughs> so there we are. So the signs are not good at this stage. So it's basically it's down to Harry and the boys now. We can't help you. <laughs> to the Old City Pub in St. Petersburg, just over the road from our hotel. It's, uh, they do some nice beers, so we've chosen to watch the game in here. We've got big screens all around us. We've got a bloke who has just done a Russian thing, we were told by the bar staff. He sunk ten shorts. He was in here last night. I think he's a regular. But he just knocked back ten shorts to a round of applause and a high five from the barman. Yeah, he just said something to me, actually. just said something to me. He went, man in. Yeah. I think he's of the Brazil clan. But uh, he's still sitting at the bar. We think he might topple off later. Anyway, we're all very excited. We're underway. Well, that was a complete disaster. We got that wrong. We thought we didn't realise England were playing in red, and uh, we thought they nearly conceded. In fact, they nearly scored. I thought Harry Maguire had just played it back into them. Heads up. Oh. Six inside that penalty area, it's fired in deep and it's another outstanding save from Hassan but nothing that they could do about putting the ball anywhere away from Harry Kane and England lead. 1-0 England, fantastic, they've really come out of traps at a pace, they look really up for it. 
Very exciting. We noticed Harry Kane's got a mosquito bite on his forehead, but it didn't stop him putting that one in. Johnny on the spot, as I believe they say in football circles. But well done, Harry Kane. He needed a goal early on anyway. And meanwhile, the bloke who had ten shots earlier is now having three shots in one glass. And they're all on fire. He's, having, he's on the flaming Sambucas now. <laughs> Well, it's uh, 1-0 still. There have been a few chances missed. Meanwhile, the food's arrived, and it's stone cold, which isn't ideal, really. These stone cold dumplings. And progress report on the bloke who drank 10 shots of the stump. He's now onto his third triple liqueur in one glass. Waitress not happy that John sent his spaghetti back. Right footed ball in from the full-back, Braun. And one of the Tunisian players has thrown himself in. It's won a penalty. Oh, come on. So we have what appears a very soft penalty. I don't know if the... Uh, it looks like VAR hasn't overturned it. I really... That looked like six of one half a dozen of the other, didn't it? It didn't look like a penalty to me, but I don't think it was a clear and obvious error, so what can you do? The bloke who's drunk ten shots seemed to be quite pleased that Tunisia got a penalty. He cheered our goal as well. He doesn't know what day. He doesn't know who he's supporting. So, you know, he's not a discerning audience either way. It's often happens when you're so dominant in the first half. Come out in the second half. It looked a bit lacking England. But the referees, we've had two clear penalties. You're going by that criteria. Referee, I think he's basically cheating. <laughs> and he's from Colombia. Don't go there for your holidays. Whatever. Meanwhile, Mr. Ten Shots is slumped over the bar yeah. with his flies undone. Yeah. It's really much worse for wear. He could, he could pop out at any time. It's, uh, and he's, he's staggered out of the bar into the street again. He's, um, he's a friend of the barman, so we guess that's why he's not being kicked out. Corner to be taken by Trippier. Referees warn the defenders about the holding. The header towards goal. Kane! 2-1 to England! And in stoppage time, they surely have the victory! Get in there! Marvellous. They got exactly what they deserved. I don't know why they're in the World Cup. They're disgusting. Thank you, caller. Well, yeah, I think we got the goal we deserved there. Of course we deserved it. For goodness sake, they only had one shot at goal and a cheating penalty. Good. I hate teams like that. That's what you want to happen. That was a fine header. England have won. They've won their opening game in the 2018 World Cup. Well, it didn't, did it? didn't come home, unfortunately. Nearly came home. It nearly came home. You're quite an angry man, Andy, aren't you, really? A couple I of know. vodkas it's inside fun. you. you yeah. know, we were talking the other night, my wife and I, and I was saying about, because I said, oh, I really miss football. And this, but I don't, one thing I don't miss is the angst of losing. Yeah, the sort of feeling that I have when Chelsea lose and it takes me so and I can't get to sleep and all that sort of thing. But then on the other hand, I thought, you know what, I really miss that as well. Because that's what makes the high so high, you know, when they win. So yeah. I miss all of it, really. But uh, yeah, you're right, completely mad. <laughs> you do. I'm talking about going, on, going to Colombia for your holidays. I don't think you'll be going to go to Tunisia anytime soon. They may, stop you, they may be stopping you at customs, quite I'll possibly. show you during that piece on the house party the photos that I have from that night. That we should maybe send that to the guys. The picture at the bloke okay. at the bar, we could tell as soon as he came in. He was jovial <laughs> enough. He was friendly enough, wasn't he? He was sort of letting on to yeah. us and smiling. But he, he wasn't, he'd not come in for a, po- this was about, what sort of time in the evening was it? He'd come in for a sort of post-work drink. Yeah. Post-work drink. 
And he and he was you know, he was on a mission, wasn't he? He wasn't just having a couple of beers to unwind. He decided very. I mean, he has a flaming sambuca on their own, the backstreet pub. I mean, it's, it's not a thing you do like on a night out with mates, isn't it? But you don't just sort of sit there on your own with people set fire to your drinks. It was it was it was quite bleak, really. He was in such it a was. state, wasn't he? By the end of it, he was like it a was. thunderbird puppet in a terrible state. <laughs> So anyway, fun, uh, we'll, we'll tweet out the picture um, and <laughs> of uh, Andy's mate. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Now, um, the Charlton Athletic Assistant Manager, Johnny Jackson, uh, has uh, picked up the guitar and done uh, a reworking of an old jam classic. We're going to play it to you now before we uh, speak to Johnny. It's all for a very good cause, he'll tell us. But first off, let's hear him at work. So there we are, Chance Johnny Jackson there and uh, a reworking of uh, That's Entertainment by the Jam and he joins us now. Good afternoon, Impressive. Johnny. Afternoon, Paul. Afternoon, Andy. 
Yeah, good stuff. It sounds very good. Your guitar work as well, we should point out. You're playing and singing, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, all me, all me. <laughs> so where did the idea come from? Um, I've just been sort of probably like everyone else, been a bit bored at home. So, I mean, I've played the guitar for, for a while, so I've just been messing about with a few different few different things. And then uh, I was sending them back and forth with uh, a friend of mine, Joe Francis, who, who's head of the uh, education program at Charlton um, and he liked a couple of them and he was like you've got to get them out there you've got to get them out there so uh, so he convinced me to post one on the uh, the academy uh, Twitter Twitter feed and then it went a bit mad from there really so um, yeah it's just, just born out of a bit of boredom and isolation really and just messing about on the guitar yeah it's a bit of talent there though Johnny I mean the guitar playing was lovely and uh, I don't know what guitar you've got there but it sounds like a, a good one and uh, and the singing pretty good I mean, it's not an easy song to sing in the way you sang it yeah thanks Andy um, I've been playing for a number of years now but I mean I, I learnt I learnt in my teens so um, yeah I'm okay on the guitar I've got a nice I've got a nice uh, acoustic guitar here and um, not much of a crooner but you know I give it a go and, <laughs> and I enjoy it it's a bit of fun so I've never really done it I've never done it publicly and I've never put anything out there before now so I was a bit uh, I was a bit apprehensive but it's yeah like you say we've we've sort of linked it to the charity now and it's it's a bit of fun and I'm seeing everyone do do different things to keep themselves amused in in lockdown so I thought oh why not it's only a bit of fun let's get it out there Everybody can relate to the lyric, though. Certainly, I think we're all we're all you know we're all experiencing yeah. what, what you're saying. Yeah, I think there's there's probably a few more verses you could add to that as well. <laughs> as well, Paul, I had uh, I had a couple up my sleeve, but I didn't want to go on on too long. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think everyone can relate. What to about? The, to the nightly quizzes and hopefully not everyone too many can relate to the non-stop drinking bit oh yeah I know I think they probably can unfortunately <laughs> yeah, we've, got, we've, got, we've got to pass the hours haven't we so yeah indeed yeah. has uh, Paul Weller heard it do you think has he, has he got in touch or anything I don't know I've not heard from him yet I've not I've not had the call to join him on tour or anything just yet so <laughs> uh, but I mean yeah, I mean hope, I hope I uh I mean, the great man himself. I hope I, uh, I hope it would bring a smile to his face, and he wouldn't be too uh, sort of uh, critical of it. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's for a good cause, no, Johnny, as well. Moment, tell us, yeah. tell us who's benefiting uh, from it, and you've raised some money already, haven't you, through it? Yeah. So, I mean, originally it was, it wasn't. It was just, as I say, it was just a bit of fun back and forth, and then obviously I was, I was meant to be running the uh, London Marathon yesterday, uh, Sunday, just gone, um, and and my my. My charity was, uh, or is, Children with Cancer UK. So um, I've deferred my place now until October, so I'm still going to run it. But the, the, the fundraising has sort of gone on the back burner a little bit where um, it's sort of five months away. So And then I had the idea, well, why don't I just try and link it to, to the charity and just raise a couple of quid if we can? And then what we sort of decided was if we reached a certain target, then we'd, we'd release another one. So... Uh, we got there last night, so we got over the thousand pound mark last Brilliant. night. Um, Brilliant! So we've got another, we've got another one ready to go today, and then we'll obviously we'll set another target, and then if we get to that, we'll we'll maybe release another one. So, and finally, Johnny, where can people make a, a donation then? The children with cancer and, and the work you're doing with the songs. Where where do we go? Yeah, so it's with the it's with the Virgin Money. Uh, the link with the Virgin Money. It's on my Twitter. It's on it's on Charlton Athletics official Twitter site. Um, you can get the link in, in my Twitter bio, which is Johnny at Johnny underscore Jackson. 
Um, so if anyone wants to donate, help us get to the uh, to the next marker. Then uh, if you enjoyed that isolation, then you, you get another couple of renditions of, of a few classics, hopefully. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Well, uh, every week around this time, Andy Smart's going to join us and uh, and give us his top five of something sporting. He um, Last week he gave us his favourite football films and uh, there was a little bit of debate around the, some of those that he left out. And I'm sure that'll be the case here because there is one glaring omission, but we won't bring that to you, of course, until he's brought us all five. Um, good afternoon, Andy. Afternoon, boys. So, oh, yeah. sounding um, good. We shall kick off, uh, I think, with um, yeah. an oldie. Uh, tell us what it is and what it's about. Well, I put this one in Pride. It's Pride of the Yankees. Hmm. And uh, it's quite an important film because it's actually... Babe Ruth actually plays himself in the film. Uh, and it's great to see. I mean, he's, he's huge. He's the size of a wardrobe when he when he appears on the <laughs> on the pitch. But uh, it's, it's the story of uh, Lou Gehrig... Mm. who is played by Gary Cooper and Walter, Walter Brennan's this uh, newspaper man who sort of follows his career. And uh, it's all about the New York Yankees, who were the team of the 30s. They won six World Series. And uh, Gary played uh, 2,130 games in a row consecutively, uh, which was only beaten in 95 by Cal Ripken. And uh, he was known as the Iron Horse. Uh, until he got, unfortunately, he, he suffered from uh, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, which is now called Lou Gehrig's disease, uh, named after him. And it's just, a, it's just a great film. For it's black and white, and then it's, uh, it's just got all the history from the 30s. It was made in 1941, and it's just, it's just a great film for to see to see Babe Ruth hitting a baseball is fantastic. I've never seen it. I'll definitely watch that. I didn't. I, I was. I sort of was aware of the title, but I'd never seen the film or, or knew exactly what it was about. What is it, Andy, about baseball? Do you think that lends itself to uh, movies? Well, it's it, yeah, and it's so many. <laughs> doing this, doing the research for this has been, has been yeah. There's over a hundred and two on uh, wow. Uh, I am IMDb. Uh, it's uh, only boxing has got more films made about it than uh, sports wise wow. than baseball. Uh, it's just uh, it is it, it, it's a very good uh, way of telling the American story. It's about you know, it is it is the all American sport really, and it, and it sort of sums up America. Uh, especially in the fifties and sixties, when uh, it was it was was such a big sport, uh, you he got to... you know the, a lot of books written about it, and so a lot of films made of those books. Yeah, uh, when he retired, Lou Gehrig, he, he was kind of he reluctantly said he would speak to to the crowd, and uh, in the film with Gary Cooper, we got that little clip. It's the very famous part of uh, oh, yeah, the speech. Yeah. It's one of the very famous Lou Gehrig quotes. So we will just bring you this. This is what happens in the movie. People all say that I've had a bad break, but today, today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. So there we are. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, the kind of transcript of what Lou Gehrig said, played by uh, Gary Cooper. So uh, yeah. next up, then again, culturally a very important story, isn't it? What's number four? Number four is uh, the film 42, mm. uh, just the numerals, four and two. Uh, 42 is the uh, very, yeah, very important film about Jackie Robinson and how he broke into uh, Major League Baseball as the first black player 
to, to play in the, uh, the, the, the the show, as they call it. Um, and he's played by Chadwick Boseman. Uh, Harrison Ford plays Branch Rickey, who's the manager of Brooklyn Dodgers, who actually d- decided to sign Jackie Robinson and bring him into the game. And, and it, it, it's the film, it, it's a bit schmaltzy, and, uh, but it's it, it sort of... It, it 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 it's very true to the, 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 the to to Robinson's story. It covers the years from forty five to forty seven. It it shows the racism that he faced. It shows uh, the death threats. Uh, I mean, he, he was such a brave man to to, to take on such a, a crucial uh, sort of shut showing down of the of, of, of the racism in America at the time. Uh, you know, he, he wasn't allowed to eat in the same restaurants as his teammates or stay in the same hotels and sometimes even travel on the trains with them. You know, it's just crazy to think that this was only sort of, you know, 60, 70 years ago. And uh, and the, the present day racism sort of rising again. It's, it's a very important film to to uh, to watch now and, 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 and take those lessons on board that, you know, that, it was it was a, a, an incredible moment in history, really. Yeah, yeah. Once a year, they still have Jackie Robinson Day, and all the players wear number forty-two. And we, at the start of lockdown, there was this thing story about Spike Lee, wasn't there, Paul? That he had a script, didn't he? That he had for some yeah. time that he really wanted to make of this film with Denzel yeah. Washington playing, but he never got it made. He, he released it, didn't he? And remember, Mike Wedderburn's excellent documentary made for Sky about about the the, the, the Negro leagues, as they were called then. And yeah. he made that point that Robinson necessarily wasn't the best player to come out of those leagues, but it was the only one they felt had the sufficient sort of fortitude, strength of personality to deal with what he was going to deal with. And that that's why effectively they kind of promoted him into the majors. It's well, an yeah. amazing story. It is. I mean, they don't cover it in the film, but he was he was court-martialed in, in, in his army days uh, during the war because he... He refused to sit at the back of the bus, uh, and uh, so he was court-martialed. And that's sort of that's sort of one of the reasons I think they chose him was that he he he'd already sort of stood up for uh, for black people against racism in the army before he actually got picked as a baseball player. Mm, yeah. So that's number four. Number three again is a, a hugely uh, kind of important moment mm. in the sports history uh, there's been another film yeah. kind of made about this but we'll we'll come on to that later but what's this one what's this what's this one i know called? where you're going i know where you're going <laughs> so this film is uh, yeah this is uh, this is eight men out yeah and uh, it's about the 1919 chicago white Sox, who were uh, later nicknamed the chicago black Sox because they were said to have thrown the World Series against the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, they were an incredible team that were assembled after the First World War. Um, but their owner, uh, Charles Comiskey, uh, he didn't pay them very well. And in fact, he promised uh, the pitcher, Eddie Sicote, uh $10,000 uh, should he win 30 games in that season. Uh, and then when he got to 29, he made the manager bench him for two weeks so that he couldn't get to 30 and win his 10,000. And so the players were miffed by this, shall we say. And he and uh, a few other players, were their heads were turned by uh, two guys, Billy Burns and uh, Billy Mark, who were gamblers who offered them uh, about the equivalent of about £75,000 in today's money uh, each to throw the game because they were going to gamble on it. And they lost the series 5-3. Uh, it's... it's uh, it's got a few things in it that, that 
you know, have since been proved to n- never have happened. Like the shoeless Joe Jackson was one of the players, and uh, he was he's, he always said he never threw a game. In fact, he had the best figures of the whole series. Uh, but he was roped in with them. Um, and there's a bit where he comes out of the corpse at the end, and uh, a kid says to him, "Say it ain't so, Joe," mm. and he just walks off. Mm. Um, and apparently, that never happened. <laughs> so, ah. there's, oh, uh, good legend, though. Yeah. And a lot. It's a great legend. It's a great song called "Say It Ain't So, Joe," which is about that moment as well. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's about that about that team and 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 how and why it happened. I mean, it it was such a a big part of American history. I mean, it, like even Gatsby was uh, in in uh, Scott Fitzgerald when he wrote "Great Gatsby," made Gatsby one of the gamblers that had tried to uh, influence the nineteen nineteen World Series. It's you know, it's a big part of American history. We got a we got a little clip here. This is uh, the actor Bill Irwin played Eddie Collins, who was one of those that didn't get involved. Staunchly never got involved in it and didn't wasn't yeah. part of the gang. Being cross examined. You lived and worked with these men every day. You shared trains and hotels and locker rooms, and they never purposely or inadvertently let slip of their plans. I find that hard to believe. Relations between me and most of the defendants were. Strained. Why was that? Personal differences. And yet you were positive that there was a fix on. It sounds like you had it in for the defendants. I suspected there was a fix. You said you were positive. No, you said that. And if you want, I can show you where in the court transcript. <laughs> aye, aye. Uh, so there we are. <laughs> so that's uh, number three, eight men out. Number two, uh, what did you go for, Andy? I went for Bull Durham in uh, number two spot. And uh, it's just it's great. It's a great film about baseball it was written by a guy who uh, used to play in the triple uh, a league a guy called ron shelton so a lot of the banter is very authentic and uh, and all the stuff about superstition and how that plays a major part in baseball uh when a player's on a winning streak they they do the same things every day and stuff like that and it's just very funny uh, costner is very funny in it and tim robbins is brilliant as the uh, as the young rookie pitcher uh nuke lelouch uh, and uh, it's yeah, it's, uh, it's got a love story there with Susan Sarandon playing a, a baseball groupie who sort of picks one player every season to fall in love with and get through the season and improve their game. <laughs> and it's uh, it's just it's a very funny film and it's very 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 true. This oh, there's some hilarious bits in it. The bit on the on the bus where um, uh, <laughs> Tim Robbins gets hold of a guitar and he starts playing uh, <laughs> uh, "Try a Little Tenderness." And he says, uh, when girls get woolly, and they do get woolly, <laughs> and uh, Costner just goes, it ain't woolly. It ain't woolly. Women never get woolly. <laughs> do you know, I've never seen this. I was saying that the other week when it got I've mentioned. I, I have to, I've, got to, I've got to hunt this down. It sounds mm. good. So, Paul Durham, number two. Number one. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, we're, we're, we play, we're going to play the trailer. We'll give it away, and then Andy can tell us why. Let's give you, this is the trailer of the movie. The story of a father and a son. You got a gift, Roy, but it's not enough. Of love. He means the world to me. And desire. I'm not waiting for true love to come along, Roy. A champion. A Roy Hobbs comes along once, maybe twice in everybody's lifetime. And his destiny. With or without the records, they'll remember you. Best there is now, and best there ever will be. I wouldn't bet against me. I already have. 
So, uh, there we are. The, the film is The Natural, the Barry uh, Levinson m- movie with Robert Redford. <coughs> and, uh, yep. yeah, I, I have seen this one. It's good. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a real sort of um, fable, really. It's a, a fairy tale about baseball, uh, good and evil. Like, all the bad characters wear black and all the good characters wear white. It's very... Uh, it's very obvious in, it, in, it, in its sort of symbolism, but uh, it's it's a film that gets me every time. I always cry at the end of this film, and uh, it's got uh, Kim Bassinger and uh, Glenn Close in it. Uh, it's a bit weird uh, when Redford's playing his his eighteen year old self because <laughs> he's obviously about forty five in the film. <laughs> it's a lot of long shots, and. Uh, it's it's all about it's about families it's about good and evil it's about baseball it's about uh, being true to yourself and and bravery it's it's just oh it's a, it's a great movie it's one of those great sunday afternoon movies you know you just put it on and and just get let it wash over you yeah and that phrase, if you build it, they will come. Does that that comes from? No, that well, it? that's the no. contentious thing. No, no oh, field right, of dreams. Okay. No field of dreams, Andy. Oh, right. in, in your that was list. Field of dreams, which was number six. Ah, <laughs> okay. Of course, which, which dreams, I yeah, right. which which I'm going to get a, a, a lot of telling off for. I didn't <laughs> oh yeah, you can't. Admit. Also, how can you miss out the bad news bears? Are you mad? <laughs> well, I know Walter Matthau's favourite. Uh, yeah. Best bit of acting, yeah, he's fantastic in it. They they made a re- Billy Bob Jones made a, a, a bit, no, what's his name? Billy Bob uh, Thornton. He, he, Thornton. No? He did a remake yeah. in two thousand and five, which was it shows how good Matthau is in the original. Yeah, the bit I remember then, in the in the natural Andy is when he just tries out and he's just just they say you see what you've got and he stands there whacking every shot into the stands, yeah, <laughs> every yeah. ball that comes at him. Uh, is, and there's is, a brilliant bit where he actually knocks the the cover off the ball. Yeah, so that the cover goes one way, and the, the elasticated ball inside sort of unravels as it's mm. flying through the air. The fielder's trying to throw it back in, just a, just a, a ball of, of of sort of elastic, really. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, it's a great I, I'm moment. getting all I'm getting all mixed up. What's the one? Um, God, it's gone out of my head now. It's <laughs> what we do. Don't <laughs> ask me every Monday. Brilliant classic one, though. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, well, the right. picture is called. They play wild thing as he comes onto the pitch. Which, which oh, that, was yeah, that? Major That's League. That's Major, Major League. League. Major yeah. League. That's also a good That's, film. Is yeah. That, okay. Yeah, that, he said yeah. 102, 102 baseball films, and he had to choose five, so it, it wasn't easy. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Uh, that was uh, the music to Celebrity Squares back in the day, presented, of course, by, among others, uh, the great Bob Monkhouse, two different stories. And um, <laughs> we we brought it up yesterday because I just, on social media, perusing social media, I found this old picture of a 1977 Celebrity Squares show. Um, and I, our young assistant producer, uh, Jamie, who's, who's in the studio actually uh, today, um, I hit him with the nine names. It was a kind of experiment on the fleeting nature of fame. And Andy and I thought he would know two of them, Dennis Waterman and Tony Blackburn. He did. He knew Dennis Waterman through Little Britain, though, not through any of the work Dennis had done, <laughs> which must have made him. But the names of Arthur Askey, Pat Coombs, Anthea Redfern, Willie Rushton, 
Ray Allen and Lord Charles, Noel Gordon off Crossroads and Arthur Mullard had strangely passed him by at the age of 25. I know, amazing, isn't it? <laughs> so at the end of it, we asked him what they sounded like, and he was pretty close in some occasions, so we explained hmm. who these people were. And Andy made the point at the end, he said if he was going to hit us with nine names of people from uh, his generation, people hot now, there's a pretty good chance we wouldn't have heard of them. And there's every chance that's true. So... Um, Jamie's been do- working on that overnight. So we've got the reverse. If Celebrity Squares came back on uh, now, Jamie. You're claiming these would be the nine people that be uh, sitting in the boxes. Yeah, I mean, there's every chance. Yeah, okay. I, I, I call them sort of Z-list, but yeah, there you go. I've got to say as well, before we start, mm. I did test this on um, Joe Amphlett, our executive editor, and he got one of them right. So Only one? So you beat <laughs> yeah. him, did you? Really? I'm oh, sorry, the nine, the nine you're doing now, and he's, he's a young yeah, man, so nine. what chance have me and the High Court judge got? He's older we, than he looks. Thanks very much. No Googling, though. Hands-free, please. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pretend I'm down with the kids. I mean, I could probably, you know, if you have kids of a certain age, there'll be some mums and dads listening to that thing. How do you not know them? But if your kids are of a certain age and they're following that, mine aren't, nor Andy, so that's where we're going to struggle. We're not even exposed to the nine people we're likely to. Anyway, let's rattle on then, Jamie. Give us the nine names. We've right. got to try and think of who they might be, and you can tell us who they are as we go. Yeah, you, first name. Yeah. Ovi Soko. Ovi Soko. Ovi Soko. Ovi Soko. When in doubt on all these, I'm going to say <laughs> influencer. Sounds to me like an influencer. <laughs> when in doubt, say influencer, Andy. What do, you, what do you think? I think he's a dancer. Oh, okay. Dancer slash influencer. What, who is Ovi Soko? Well, Paul, you were close. He's a Love Island contestant. Oh, okay. Oh. It depends how much influence that gives you. Love. Just say Love Island. You can't go wrong. <laughs> love Island contestant. Ovi, yeah, okay, right. So, well, okay, I, I, I don't know if I was that, really. I should have just said that Love And that was actually Island. one that I thought you might get because he's got some sort of link to sport. He's a basketball player as well over here oh. in the UK. But there oh, well, you go. Sorry, Ovi, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, okay, that's one not down. Start, not very good. Get All right, number two. Yeah, go on. Gary Beadle. Gary Beadle. Really? Um, Gary Beadle. Gary Beadle. Better known um, as Gaz. Yeah. Don't know if that oh, helps. Oh, yeah, that's really helped <laughs> me. No, Gaz oh, yeah, Beadle, Gaz now Be- you're talking. Gaz Beadle. I'd say he Gaz Beadle. Sort of, he doesn't do a practical jokes or prank type show, does he? I don't think so. What Beadle's about? I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. I'd say Gaz Beadle. I'd say he's an influencer, Jamie. Is, is, is he, is he <clears> no, they're not all influencers. Love no. Island. Geordie Love Shaw. Island. Oh, Geordie Shaw, oh, of course, Geordie Shaw. Yeah, go. I Geordie Shaw, yeah. not know that. So, uh, this is okay. proving the point, isn't it? That, that was <laughs> it Gaz Coombs the is the, bad, the, sorry, Gaz, not Gaz Coombs, he's from Supergrass. I mean, Gaz uh, Beadle is the Pat Coombs of his generation. <laughs> Gaz Coombs. It's all getting very confusing. Okay, carry on. Anyway, Number on, three, yeah. Paige Turley. Oh, oh Paige I've Turley. Heard of Paige. I've heard of Paige I've Turley. Heard of Andy, well. you might get this one. Page Turner, Page Turley. No, no, it's not Page Turner. Who are you talking about? Page Turner, someone. I knew her gran who used to turn up and get the bus at 29 minutes past nine. Page Twirly. <laughs> Twirly. <laughs> you are I now think she's, um, she's a YouTuber that does makeup tuitions. No, no, I think she is. Isn't she? Uh, oh, she's another reality TV oh, God, person. Oh, you close. Does, it's, it's, it's uh, she done. She done Love Island. She yes, Love she Island? has Love Island. I knew she the has. name. She's a winner. You can't keep just picking At- Love Island. I was right rubbish. though, wasn't I? Andy, she's I Finn know. Tap's girlfriend. You should have known that. Oh, Andy. I should have known that. You're right, <laughs> yeah. Jamie. Yeah. Okay. Also, famously, yeah. Lewis Capaldi's ex. 
Oh, right. Oh, of course, that's who it is. Yeah. Oh, I knew that, actually. Yeah. That's okay. annoying. Go on, then. Number okay. four. Uh, Simon Minter, also known as Mini Minter. Mini Minter. Okay. Uh, boom Boom. Known as Boom. <laughs> See, Andy's just putting lots of old references. There was a boxer once uh, called Alan Minter. Alan Boom Boom Minter. Well, you know, um, fantastic boxer, actually. Um, uh, what's it? Who Minter? Simon Minter. Simon Minter. Okay. Better known as Mini Minter, Minter though. Mini Minter. Well, Mini Minter. I'd say uh, influencer, Jamie. I'd say. Uh, I Simon knew his. Uh, I knew his brother Murray. He was <laughs> yeah, he was very good. What about, yes. what, who do you think Simon yeah. Minter is, uh, Andy? Oh, he's a Love Island star. <laughs> Come on, we got to stray from these two influencer slash Love Island star. No, no idea. He no is idea. an influencer. He's a YouTube. Star, one of one okay. of KSI's gangs. You know who that is. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. loath well, to course, say if yeah. you've got anybody of substance, but I did give you Arthur Mullard and Anthea Redfern yesterday. Well, this, so you've got a point. This one's okay, of a bit more on. substance. Yeah, go on then. Uh, he's he's best known as Kano, real name Kane Robinson. Okay, Kano. Kano, Kane Robinson. Is he Kano. the Secretary of State for Education? He's not, is he? <laughs> not called Kano. Um, uh, Kano. Hmm. Kano. Uh, is he? Um, uh, yeah, is he? A, is he a, a keepy uppy bloke? Oh yeah, free. We haven't said. We haven't said. We've said freestyler. Freestyler, influencer, Love Island. Um, the, the marks of fame. These freestyler. Days. So, I'm going. Freestyler. No, he okay. is a grime artist and actor. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, fair enough. That's good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit more. Yeah. A bit of substance. That's good. Yeah. Uh, next one, Jerry Cinnamon. Jerry, Jerry Cinnamon, blimey! Okay, <laughs> no one's called Jerry Cinnamon. Well, apparently they ridiculous. are. Is Jerry, he in the Spice Boys? Can't Jerry, <laughs> Jerry Cinnamon. <laughs> Jerry is. Um, oh, I'm old, old Jerry. Jerry was. Uh, wasn't he on you're X warm, on the beach? You're warm with like Spice I know Boys. What, in, like I know what I'm talking about. Give him a bit of stick. Old you're Jerry warm Cinnamon. with the Spice Boys. You uh, must I, be. Okay, he's a boy band. He's a, he's a, a boy band. In a boy band. Yeah, he's a musician. I'll give it to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Indie so, musician. Oh, he won't like that, well Jerry. You call, both get called him boy band fodder. He's a pucker musician, Andy. You won't like that. Oh, sorry. Maybe, maybe you're doing better yeah, than we Jerry. are at home, uh, folks. Anyway, next up. It wouldn't be difficult. Yeah, it wouldn't be, yet. really. Just keep saying influencer. <laughs> I'm right at the end. All right, next one. Diane Buswell. Diane Buswell. Diane Buswell. Wow, okay. Saying her name repeatedly is not helping us, is it? (laughs) Diane Buswell. Diane Buswell. Diane. Is she in a a soap? Is she a soap actress? She's got something similar. Okay. uh, Something in common, sorry, to Goffy. Is she a fast bowler from Yorkshire? (laughs) (laughs) Um, She... um, No, uh, something. She's from your. She, no, I've, I don't know. Got something common. She's got with, a new kitchen. I don't know. I don't, I don't, we don't. Who is it? No, she's a strictly dancer. Oh, a strictly. Oh, of course, of course yeah. she is. She's also the girlfriend of a famous YouTuber, Joe Sugg. I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, and he was. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's all Joe Sugg. I've heard of. Yeah. Okay. How many more we got, Jamie? Two more. Let's rattle on then. Here we go. Malik Thompson Dwyer. Uh, really? Thompson Dwyer. <laughs> um, From the pavilion end. <laughs> the pavilion end. Um, influencer, Jamie. I'm going for influencer. And, uh, just as a, no, just out of left not field. an influencer, Andy. What do you think, Andy? Uh, glamour model. Oh. No. <laughs> Does that still exist? I suppose it does, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, Hollywood. Hollywood? Holly Oaks, even. Holly Oaks oh, actor. He was in I'm a Celebrity as well. 
Oh, I should have gone. I should have gone down the uh, soaps route there as I did earlier on. Oh, well, and, and, uh, and yeah. finally, finally, you know, there's no equivalent of Dennis Waterman or Tony Blackburn. Here. We've had a bit of a mare, <laughs> haven't we? Really? We and have. fin- finally, Hopeless. you yeah. might get this one. Asa Butterfield. Oh yeah, I know. Ooh. I know. I know that oh, name. Like something like S A S Your Hard or something like that. He's in one of those. S A S Your Hard. As much impact that would have as a serious show if it was called SAS All Your Hard. Joe Lysett's new SAS show. That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? I'd watch it. Uh, uh, I think oh, Andy, I've heard I think, of is him. Is he a reality TV person? Is that right? Are we going, are we going down that route? No, or? he's not reality TV. Okay. One more uh, guess. Is he a plumber? I don't know. Um, <laughs> For all your plumbing needs. No, uh, he's influencer. He's an influencer. No, he's an actor. Oh, he's been in Sex Education on Netflix. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Cool. Well, there we are. We have, basically, what we've proved there is that we haven't got a clue, and the reverse <laughs> Celebrity Squares is just as hard as the uh, original one. Ace yeah. of Battlefield finds himself in the Arthur Mullard Square on the bottom right-hand <laughs> corner. So, uh, well done. Well done. Brilliant. Well done, Jamie. Jamie. Anyway. Top man, Cheers. thank you very thank much you. for yeah. proving that. It's quite a useful experiment, really, to prove how well, right, really. we are and indeed the kids are today. Maybe we'll meet really. in the middle somewhere. We'll have to find some common ground. Let's bring you, very quickly, uh, Ian Danter uh, and uh, Steve Bruce's fantastic murder mystery novel, Strike Us. Uh, Dance is bringing it to life. In the style of Steve Bruce, it tells the story of the Leatherford Town manager, Steve Barnes, who's been caught standing over the body of his star striker with a knife in his hand, but he's saying, I didn't do it. This is the story so far. I was with the chairman when the first editions of the Leathersford Inquirer were brought in. We were front page news. The very worst kind of publicity we could possibly have had. Whoever had wanted to harm Pat Duffy enough to kill him was also doing serious damage to the club. The murderer, what happens if he's an employee of the club? Well, it certainly looks that way. There has to be a concerted effort of damage limitation, Sir Lawrence said. At that moment, the telephone on the mahogany table rang. Ask him to come in, he said. So that's what's happened so far. So let's get uh, into the meat of today's thrilling episode. Oh, yes, ask him to come in, he said, more sweetly now. It was Bill Brown, my agent. He'd driven up from London as soon as the news reached him. We all shook hands, and Bill, looking somewhat dishevelled with no tie and his straggly hair all over the place, sat down next to me. For managers especially, a good agent is vital. Management is a stressful occupation and often short-lived. In the modern game, there's little if any tolerance of failure. Sure, there are exceptions to the rule. When Sunderland went down from the Premier Division, the club stuck with Peter Reid and he triumphantly delivered the goods within a year. Chardon Athletic, relegated last season, have likewise stuck with Alan Kirbishley. For the rest, however, the ground is littered with heads which have rolled. Many managers, or coaches as we now say, know more about a P45 than they do any other piece of paper. In such a situation where a vote of confidence in the morning can lead to being fired in the afternoon, it's necessary to have somebody batting for you. Bill Brown bats on my side. He knows the ins and outs of a contract. He represents many players and managers. There isn't a soccer situation he has not encountered and dealt with so far successfully. Murder is a situation he's not encountered so far in his career. I've been talking on the way up, Bill said. 
patting his mobile phone. He'd been busy briefing journalists. He'd talked to a firm of solicitors, big hitters in London. His contacts within radio and television had been informed. In all these contacts, Bill had been stressing that I was completely innocent, that I was caught up in a situation not of my own making, and that business as usual in terms of planning for good results, not least the weekend game against Fulton, was the order of the day at the town ground. There we are, that's Is the that story it? so far. Uh, Adrian uh, Durham's going to put us in heads gone for that, <laughs> but uh, he'll explain why later on. He, I think uh, Jerry Sidderman's going to be very happy. I did point out, Adrian, I didn't think he'd be happy. Uh, anyway. No, um, but Bill Brown, wasn't he the former Spurs double-winning keeper? I, I think he was, Steve yeah, Adrian. yeah. Murder, apparently, <laughs> is something he'd not encountered before, but uh, thankfully well, that's true As opposed to Phil Smith, people, he's encountered it? a lot of murders. It's yeah, ridiculous. Well, biz- bizarre. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Anything else you've noticed today, Andy? Well, we were talking about people that you've never heard of and uh, with that quiz earlier. And I was reading about this person this morning, cleaning queen, Mrs. Hinch. Um, and uh, basically, I was thinking, her name, her real name is Sophie Hinchcliffe. She's got three, three million followers and yeah. um, she urged him to stay home. Of course, everybody does. But then it says here, Sophie's spokesman said the internet influencer didn't want to comment about this story. And I was thinking to myself, it's great when someone you've never heard of actually has a spokesman. I'm, I'm quite impressed with that. I've no idea who this woman is, but I'm hoping she'd pop up in the quiz. She probably oh, doesn't know you are, Andy. The, feel, the well, feeling's almost, mutual. Almost, really. almost certainly true, I'd say. My wife popped in and said she got three out of the nine uh, from Jamie's oh, reverse um, celebrity That's impressive. Yeah, I don't know what the, go, the, well the average total was. But, uh, Did you see that this 99-year-old woman, it's, it's hmm. a nice story, what's her name? Her name, she's a former Wren. Oh, and yeah. she's been inspired by Captain Tom Moore. So oh, she's yeah. now walking up and down her driveway ten times a day to raise money for the NHS. Mama, old Captain Tom, you think, well, you get your own idea. Stop making my idea. <laughs> Do you think, does he strike you as a man who'd be protective of walking up and no, down I'm as his own trademark? Onto him. <laughs> I'm projecting myself onto Captain yeah, Tom. That's what you'd be like, that. Andy. Don't judge <laughs> other people, certainly not him, by your own despicable standards. <laughs> Exactly. As we heard earlier on when you were watching England versus Tunisia. Did, did so, you say they got 100... Oh, God. Yeah, what were you going to say? They got 100 and what? I was just very briefly. Hmm. 120,000 birthday cards were sent to Captain Tom. I saw that. Yeah, quite amazing. To put them, I know, it's amazing. They've had to put them on display at school. I was thinking, oh, why don't you just deliver them to him? It would have been quite funny, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a dark man That's sometimes. Me. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talk Sport. There we are. Uh, that is this afternoon's show. And we will try, attempt to get Steve Nickel back tomorrow for uh, that refocus, which had some pretty good stuff in it. So anyway, uh, Mr. Parry will join us tomorrow. Uh, Jeff Pope, the uh, writer and director, telling us about his new TV series. He's a big Tottenham fan as well. So uh, lots happening tomorrow. Uh, glad you could uh, listen to us today. Uh, join us live from one if you can tomorrow, if not, uh, obviously you can download the podcast afterwards. Keep safe. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.